0: Hi, I'm Rick Anthony, and welcome to the Someone You Should Know podcast. The podcast that focuses on musicians, authors, and interesting people. We like to say we're making a difference one artist at a time. So sit back, have a cold one, and get ready to meet someone you should know. The first time I came across today's podcast guest, well, i got to tell you about this talented little Hoosier girl. Uh, I saw her last December at a Toys for Tots fundraiser. Absolutely captivated the audience wonderful wonderful job she spent the last year perfecting her craft she's got a brand new single out that we're going to tell you all about will you please welcome the lovely eliana weston
1: i am doing absolutely amazing and so honored to be here
0: well thank you so very much glad to have you on the show you've been performing all over the area i gotta ask where did you graduate from what 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 do you call what what town do you call home
1: so i live in a little bitty town um just for safety reasons, I'm not going to name it. Oh, okay. But I live Berka. in a little bitty town um, out in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Um, we say it's a 1,000 people, give or take, if somebody has a baby or if somebody passes away. Um, we don't even have a stoplight. <laughs> um, so I love my little <laughs> bitty town.
0: Oh, wonderful, wonderful. How did you first get exposed to performing?
1: So my whole family is not a musical family. I don't come from a musical family. No one in my family is a musician or a performer. Um, I actually... Say it's because of a specific song so growing up my mom um found out that the only way that i would go to sleep at night was if she would walk up and down the hallways or rock me to sleep singing country roads take me home by john denver over and over and over i have a two-year-old who instead of watching barney to go watch the warren 12 show i would say a large majority of your audience wouldn't even know who that is but, um I was two years old and I would just sit there watching reruns of the Lawrence Balk show. Absolutely amazed. Um, I think in my sleep, it's just, it's just something that's always been a part of my life. I don't really know why.
0: Awesome. Very good. That's, that's amazing. What was your, what was your <laughs> first actual performance in front of a crowd?
1: So I started professionally singing at 11 years old, but I started singing in church. Actually, that's where it started is I would get up there and just, you know, Christmas specials or the Christmas play at 11 years old, I actually started in opera. So I was originally classically trained in opera, and I went and traveled with that group that that my teacher had created doing different performances and gigs, like with the Northwest Indiana Symphony, um, Hoosier Star, working with like just different composers and stuff on stages. And that's how that got started.
0: Very good. Now, you mentioned John Denver. What other musical acts kind of influenced uh, your style or, or what did you really like growing up?
1: A lot of Elvis. Elvis? Oh, a lot of Elvis. Oh, wait a
0: minute, That's <laughs> wonderful. I love Elvis too.
1: <laughs> I really, really do. Um, <laughs> think about him as a performer, um, I'm, I'm a, obviously, I love a lot of rhinestones and I love a lot of glitter and blitz. Um, I loved him as a performer. Brooks and Dunn and Reba. Um, I loved big bands from the 40s and a lot of music from the 60s. A lot of gospel. A lot of Reba and Brooks and Dunn. A lot of Chris Stapleton. Those were kind of what I was raised on.
0: That was very good. Let's talk about some of your accomplishments. Now, you were recently the Country Female Vocalist of the Year at the Josie Music Awards. What year was that, and how did it all happen?
1: I went down in 2022. I was lucky enough to be nominated for Josie Music Awards three years in a row. So that's just an honor in and of itself. I went down in 2022 for Country Female Vocalist of the Year. Um, I was actually nominated again for that title this year. I won't be going back down there, I don't think, this year, just because of the single coming out, and I really want to put my focus into that right now.
0: That's awesome. You know, it's really strange. A mutual friend of yours and mine also was a Josie Award winner, Nate Venturelli. Yeah. And there's got to be something about the water here in Northwest Indiana because we're kicking <laughs> out some Josie music winners. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I, I love amazing musician, and it's not just on the stage. He's he's a great guy off the stage. He really is. And he's so talented. He deserves everything that he gets. He works hard for it. But also, I think there's just something about Indiana. It's, it, it's all small towns. Everything about it is corn-fed, corn-raised. And I think when you <laughs> come from it, you you sing about it in a different way. And so that's what country is really about.
0: Another Hoosier country star is Rich Hardesty, and he has a song yeah. called Indiana Girls. Have you heard that song?
1: <laughs> I have, yeah.
0: That's <laughs> true. Raised in the corn. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff there. You've got a brand new song out. It just came out on the 1st of September. It is called The Bigger, The Mountain. It just came out. We're going to feature it here in a few seconds, but i got to find out the backstory of how it all came to be.
1: It's kind of a funny story. There's a lot of different things that went into this song. Um, like I said, I started music professionally at 11 years old, my mom really was all about that. This has to be your thing. If you want this, you need to work for it. And so at 11 years old, I was running loops, doing whatever I could to make this work. Um, Music is not all glamour, guys. At at 18 years old, I was driving a beat-up 05 Honda minivan because that's what would fit my music equipment. I was working four jobs and in college full-time doing this. Doing 150 to 200 shows a year. It's not all glamour. It's, it's hard work, y'all. And I did music because it meant something to me. I do music because I always said I wanted people to have three minutes to smile and three minutes to have a good cry. I love my music. I really do. And I wanted my first single to do that. Not just for what I had gone through. but Also for everyone out there that sometimes the bigger the mountain at the end, the, the better the view. Um, And so I really just wanted my first single to kind of show that to my music family, Um, all the amazing people out there who have been there to support me through my music and just for anybody out there going through a hard time.
0: All right. We're going to feature there right now. Brand new music from Eliana Weston. Here it is. The Bigger the Mountain right now on the Someone You Should Know podcast. Mm -hmm.
1: I'm nowhere near the finish line Chasing dreams sometimes gets tough But the in-between's where you find the good stuff I know I was made for it Lord knows that I prayed for it And it's gonna be worth the wait for it The bigger the mountain, the better the view. When I think I can, I tell those lies. last
0: I sure like that one. The bigger the mountain, brand new music from <laughs> West Weston. And- She's our guest this time on the Someone You Should Know podcast. I thank you for tuning in to the Someone You Should Know podcast. We're available on the web at SomeoneYouShouldKnowPodcast.com. There you're going to find our recent news, our archive of past episodes, and a whole lot more. If you're visiting, please check it out. And please leave us a note, rate us, and let us know how we're doing. It helps us out big time. We're heard coast to coast and around the world. We want to thank a couple of cities that happen to be tuning in Lafayette, Indiana, Franklin, Tennessee, and Copenhagen, Denmark. Listening today, we thank you so very much for tuning in as we get. get back to our interview with Eliana. Another accolade was the Country Showdown winner. Where was this? When was this? And tell us about this award.
1: So I was so blessed that I've been able to win um, the Country Showdown down in Kentucky. It was a couple years ago, and it was one of, honestly, the best experiences of my life. There was so many amazing and talented musicians. I've met so many musicians that I've stayed connected with. Actually, it's a funny story that if anyone loves watching American Idol, there was a girl on there a couple years ago called Layla Spring. She and I actually used to do a lot of those shows together. Her and I were both on the Kentucky Opry down in Kentucky. Um, she was one of the contestants on the country showdown that year. It was it's really cool because you just get to stay in contact with such amazing and talented musicians. And it was just it was truly one of the best experiences ever.
0: Awesome. Very good. Now you've had a chance to play some Nice big stages. You played the Grand Ole Opry Mall stage. You played in Times Square in New York. Uh, are these kind of your high watermarks of touring or what would you say is your high water mark?
1: I think those are definitely some of the funnest things I've ever done. I've gotten to go all over the place. Um, I love my home state of Indiana, but I go all over the place. I say that I'm going to Boston in the night. Um, I've been to Georgia, um, Kentucky, Tennessee, Missouri, Mississippi. If there's a place for me to sing, I will go there. Um, <laughs> I, I sing in a little store window with no one in the place all the way up to being on a grandstand stage with thousands of people. So I never count one place as being better than the other. If, if they're giving me the opportunity to sing, then it is a good enough stage for me.
0: One of my dear friends, uh, Chad Clifford, has this, I guess his mantra is if the phone keeps a ringing, I'll come out and sing it.
1: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep,
0: that is great, great. Eliana, recently you were kind of the belle of the ball at this year's Porter County Fair. You performed on the Park Place Pavilion stage, and then you opened for Tracy Bird and the Oak Ridge Boys on the grand stage. <laughs> <laughs> you, it, that is something at the grandstand stage right there in front of thousands yeah. of people. What was that evening like?
1: Oh, that was out of this world. Um, I got I was getting ready. i had actually just gotten off of the stage that I had been playing on and a phone call from the director saying you want to be on the grandstand stage tonight. And I didn't even know who was playing that night. Um, and I said, well, yeah, of course, I would love to. And I got there and they said, all right, you're going to go on before, you know, Tracy Byrd and the Oak Ridge Boys and I about passed out because those are absolute pillars of my childhood. Like I. I love both of them so much, and I actually got to meet at least Bird, and it was just sweetest guy ever. Truly sweetest guy, absolutely ever. And I about fainted right there when he said hello. I, I I don't know how I shook his hand. I don't know how I kept standing, but it was such an honor and a privilege. And I'm so grateful they let me do that.
0: Awesome, very good. I think you you sing the national anthem too, didn't you?
1: I did. Yes. That That was nerve-wracking.
0: I can imagine. I just want to let you know about Tracy Bird. Tracy and I go way, way back. Back in the day, he used to go on tour with Tracy Lawrence. Okay. Mm -hmm. And those two are champion pranksters.
1: Oh, really? I'll
0: never forget Tracy Lawrence mentioning when when Bird was on stage, he knew he knew the he knew the routine, he knew the numbers and everything like that. So what he did is he put ping pong balls up in the ceiling. He dropped like a thousand ping pong balls. And then at one point, he and a couple of his roadies ran on stage and in in, in bathrobes and flashed Bird and his band. <laughs> and then Bird <laughs> was on, I I think it was like one of the one of the late night uh, country shows, gave out Tracy Lawrence's phone number, home phone number or something like that. And it was just no, they play they play nasty tricks. Said, it's a good thing to stay on Tracy Bird's good side. <laughs>
1: Oh, I love, I'm not even kidding when I say that is totally something that I would do on tour. Like I would be pulling pranks all the time. That's, that's a class right there.
0: Very good. Now you've been gigging all over, all over this year. I've seen you performing here, there, and just about everywhere. And a lot of times the concerts just go letter perfect. But then you have those concerts where things didn't go as planned. Our next feature is called Tales from the Road. Those are those infamous road <laughs> stories where things didn't go quite as well. Kind of like your yeah. spinal tap moment. Uh, <laughs> what would you say would be your Tales from the Road, Eliana?
1: So I was actually at a show one day. And I had done this show before. And it was always a great show. But we didn't know at the time. But a big old storm was rolling in. Now, if anybody knows... Sound equipment is pretty hardy, but it's still electrically run. Come to find out, full rainstorm came through. I got electrocuted through the mic and come to find out there was a tornado about a half a mile away. I did where, a full show.
0: Where was this at? <laughs>
1: this was in Monticello, Indiana.
0: Know it well. Know it well.
1: Mm-hmm, yep. And it was a great show. It had a lot of fun. But I kind of wondered why like the streets were empty. <laughs> yeah. Come to find out there was a tornado like right next door and i got fully electrocuted from the ground up through the microphone yeah it was it was an interesting show wow
0: jeez <laughs> <laughs> we had a similar one uh one of my dear friends they were playing uh this is down in the st louis area and they were playing a show and they were in like their fourth number and then a, a tornado came through knocked out all the power oh and they were doing and they were actually recording uh, or filming that night, they actually had a yeah. film, and everything so they did the remainder of their performance by the battery power of the lights that the film crew had, and it became an acapella evening. And they said it was, uh, they had so much wonderful feedback from that show that, uh, proving the point that the show must go on, right?
1: Mm-hmm. You can make something out of anything,
0: yeah. There you go, very good. Do you have any pre performance rituals before you take the stage? Do you say a prayer? Do you, uh, uh I do,
1: yeah. So, um, I was raised in church. So it's really important to me just to take a moment before the show, just to basically be like, Lord Jesus, I would not be doing this without you. Um, I, I, I asked like, Hey, let this be a good show because honestly, I don't know. I, I this isn't me. I, I could be doing just about anything in the world. So thank you for letting me have this. Cause it means a lot to me. I just let the show go good. Um, usually there's a little bit of walking around and going, freaking out a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, But usually I'll go talk to some people in the audience just because, if you can tell, I'm very introverted. I don't like talking at all. (laughs) Um, But those are some of the things that I love to do before Uh, a show.
0: Very good. Sure beats what uh, Trace Adkins Mm -hmm. told me that his performance ritual was he'd have one last cigarette and one more slug of coffee. And and then he'd take the stage. And I'm going, oh, my God, (laughs) that microphone has got to smell horrible. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Now, I know you're all over social media, more than 10,000 followers on Instagram, more than 8,000 followers on Facebook. She's got over 5,000 followers on TikTok. Can you lay down some of the social media that you're on that we can go ahead and include in our show notes?
1: Absolutely, yeah. We we love having a ball on our social media. I'd love anyone to come join us.
0: You're on Instagram, you're on TikTok, you're on Facebook. What other ones are you I'm on? I'm on
1: everything. So on YouTube, everything. <laughs> Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Um anywhere you need to find me, I'm I should be
0: there. Awesome. Very good. As a matter of fact, she's got also on YouTube. And what we're gonna do is I invite you to go ahead and check out some of the links that I'm gonna include down there so you can see how what a great performer she is and just what a genuine lovely person she is. She's just a, an absolute treat to have in this local area we're so very blessed to have her in the local area here uh, what about concert dates for the late september and the rest of the fall what do you, with big dates coming up
1: we're still finalizing kind of like a couple of fun things for y'all we really have been focusing on this uh, the hitch and the plan originally recently this, releasing this single so we're really trying to focus on just making sure this is out and ready to go for you guys possibly some i shouldn't be saying this but um But also making sure that we have a really cool merch line. possibly.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, you got to have that.
1: This is our main focus right now. It's just making sure this song just is perfect for you guys.
0: Awesome. Very good. Any final thoughts that we should know about uh, Eliana Weston?
1: It has been an absolute blast and it's been such an honor. Thank you guys for listening. You guys make sure you guys stay tuned to all of his podcasts. He does an amazing job. He puts in a lot of hard work for the musicians and for you guys.
0: Well, thank you, Eliana. That's absolutely absolutely wonderful. Thank you so very much. I invite everybody to go and purchase a couple hundred copies of "The Bigger the Mountain." I'd love to see her be number one on the charts. Let's let's It'd see that awesome, happen. Okay, very good. She's going to be coming to your local area at some point. Check out all her social media. She'll tell you where she's going to be, and you definitely don't want absolutely. to miss an opportunity to see this lovely lady.
1: Absolutely, I really do mean it. Appreciate your time.
0: Hi, this is Rick Anthony thanking you again for listening to this episode of Someone You Should Know. Now, if you're an aspiring musician or an established musician that's looking for a little exposure, I invite you to drop us a line at someoneyoushouldknowpodcast at gmail.com. That's someoneyoushouldknowpodcast at gmail.com. Also, I invite you to tell a friend about the Someone You Should Know podcast. I thank you for tuning in this time, and I invite you to check us out next time on the Someone You Should Know podcast, because you never know who's going to show up. Until next time, remember, God loves you, and so do I.